Welcome to the podcast where we talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac, and this is only Isaac. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a me episode, guys. Uh, Megan's, she's not sick, she's not feeling well, and don't worry, it's nothing, nothing serious, nothing to worry about. Um, her, I think her abilities are coming into her, uh, self, and they're kind of, uh, taking a lot out of her, so, um, it's gonna be me episode um so if you whenever hear me monologue this is it so uh i only have a few haunted updates and then we're going to talk about like the, the topic of today's episode reincarnation and past lives which i actually got some interesting stories and interesting information and also a couple of theories but um first um something that i've been playing around with um and I know if you've listened to previous episodes, um, you've heard me talk about my ability that's yet to be defined, or what it is. Um, this ability that I can absorb the energy of the dead. Um, I guess the energy that they create or they generate to in order to be on our plane, or let's say our uh, plane of existence. Um, everywhere your batteries drain or like your lights flicker in your house, it's that energy that they're taking so they can manifest, talk, move things around the house and such. You get a haunted place. It's that energy that I can take from them. And what I've learned is that the right hand is for evil and the left hand is for good. And I don't know who decided that, uh, uh, you call it uh, rules. I never got a, a manual on how these powers work. So. Um, but yeah, that's what I figured out so far. But what I was playing around with is that from a previous investigation, I was able to pull energy from a tree or a tree. Sorry. And it made me wonder, could I pull the energy in an area from the ground? Uh, lo and behold. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're wondering, like, uh, how? Um, best way I can put it is I put my hand to the earth. Well, ground, anyway, let's say that. It doesn't have to be earth itself, but, you know, it's the ground. Something connected. And I focus on the area around me. Whether how far I go, I still yet to figure that one out. But I can pull from a certain point in the area around. And I did to our current place here. Our house. I guess the land that it's sitting on anyway. Oh, excuse me. And after doing that, by the way, I pulled my right hand, which means I pulled all the dark energy in the area. Anyway, um, after doing that, my right hand doesn't charge or hasn't charged since then. It's been about three days. And what I mean by charge, I mean it kind of gives off that, hey, something dark is nearby. It's like a warning, forewarning in my hands to say, hey... Right hand charge, of course, something bad is nearby. Left hand charge is a regular spirit. Um, yeah, my right hand is in charge in about three days. So that means I absorbed the entire area of the house and the lot that it's on, which is about, I guess, an acre. I'm not, I don't know what acres are, but I'm not, if it was an acre, it's about like the average size of a neighborhood house. So, uh, yeah. That was pretty, that was pretty interesting that I could do that. I didn't know I could do that until I tried it, so. Uh, put another, <laughs> another, uh, you know, this reminds me of, um, like when you play like a video game and like you have like a base level power 
and then you try to upgrade that power with different kinds of variations of that same power. Kind of like if you ever even played Infamous, like electricity powers, a bit basically. And then you learn how to like to throw an electricity ball or ride the rails on like a, a train, or just like stuff like that. That's how I imagine it in my head. Like I'm gaining another ability on the same idea of the ability. Anyway, <laughs> so um, this episode is not going to be long because again, I'm by myself and I can only monologue for so long. But um, what we've learned. The whole premise of today's episode, reincarnation and past lives, which does involve me and Megan. And I'll try to tell some parts from Megan, but uh, without her here, I can't give 100% on. So we most likely will do a part two to this, because guarantee there's going to be a part two. Um, but what we've learned, what I've learned about reincarnation and past lives is that it exists. And it exists to a certain extent with certain people. And maybe it's everyone, but only certain of us ever get a glimpse of it. And there's been cases and stories of reincarnation of this person, that person, like um, a case of some kid who thought he was, a, or he who was a reincarnation, or said he was a reincarnation of a famous golfer named Bobby Jones. This golfer existed or lived in like I think the 1920s, 1930s. He was really good. Like for that time period, like really good back then, and a kid, and I don't know what time period it was, but it was like way later. Um, said he was he wanted his name to go by Bobby because that's what his name was, and he said he knew golfers by their pictures, he knew stories behind them, he knew stuff that a kid would never know, especially one who's never even picked up a club. And his father was like, okay, I mean. He gave him a little tryout, like uh, golfing or a mini, uh, was it, uh, putt putt. And he was phenomenal. And then he said, well, let's try out regular golfing. And he was really, really good. This kid won like junior championships for his age. And I don't know if he's still playing today or he did play, and, you know, just like a good player for that period of time. So no one cared. I mean, normally I ever cared about golf until Tiger Woods played it, but that's besides the point. It was like that kind of little, uh, level of, you know, Passing down the idea. So that kind of gave some proof to it. And there was a woman um, in Italy, I think. She had a very Italian name. Who said she was reincarnation of Anne Frank. Uh, if you know who Anne Frank is, you don't know your history. But yeah, she said she was a reincarnation version of Anne Frank. She even gave details and knew people that were part of it. Knew people who were in the room. She knew extreme things that no one would know unless you were there. And it's almost like unknown history that she pulled. And there's been other levels of reincarnation when it comes to like athletes and different things and people showing skills and knowledge that they should not know. And it goes almost to the time travel idea that we had in the last episode where we talked about um, revisiting your ancestors through memories or your bloodline in a certain machine that would, would do that. Like the, I call the Assassin's Creed machine. If you ever play Assassin's Creed, you know what I'm talking about. Um, that would create that, you know, reliving. But what if you don't need a machine? What if you can meditate and go back and see, uh, your past lives or your, you know, past existence and you're, you, you're reincarnating over and over again. Um, this, has become evident with uh, me 
and Megan. Um, different psychics we've talked to. Um, this is a little more information on those guys, so you gotta get to hear some, uh, details. <laughs> but things that were told to us, both of us, by different psychics we've met. Now, I'm harder to read, um, cause apparently I have some block on me that prevents people, psychics, from even getting a glimpse of, of who I am and what I am. So it makes it difficult, but some of them are able to get through and look through the cracks and, you know, find some kind of information. But we've been told by different, different psychics and, uh, that we all have lived, me and Megan, multiple lives over centuries of time. They go all the way back to the age of the Templars and probably even further. Um, now, I never put too much stock in it in, in, in thinking that, but after meditating a few times that I've have and trying to talk to my spirit guides, um, I have seen memories of things that, and felt memories of things that doesn't make any sense. Um, let me explain. So the first time this was told to me, uh, is that I apparently was a Knights Templar. And I was a nice Templar with two other guys that apparently we had been meeting up in every time period or every life over and over again. Uh, and these two guys, apparently, I am now in, in a paranormal team with, strangely enough. Um, and I thought it was strange. Like a nice Templar. I mean, I'm, I'm Mexican, so if the Spaniards were part of a nice Templar, which apparently they were. Um, I can see that making sense. Like maybe my ancestral line goes all the way back, but no, I randomly was looking up pictures of Knights Templar on Google and I stumbled across a picture of three Knights Templars together. Uh, both of these guys in the paranormal team, of course, they're white. Uh, they, the two Knights Templar on each side of the guy in the middle were white with almost the same resemblance of these two guys that I'm now in a parallel team with. And the guy in the center was of olive complexion, very Spanish looking with the same kind of eyes that I have. What makes it even stranger is that these other two guys look almost exactly like the two guys that now I'm in a parallel team with. Coincidence? Uh, I think not, but it's very strange that there is this painting, obviously painted like, I don't know, a hundred AD. Or whenever the Templars are around. I don't know what exact year. Anyway, it's old. That show three Templars together. One Hispanic in the center. And the other two, of course, white. That, or French, or English, whatever. But three of them together. That look shockingly like me and the two other guys. So, uh, I decided to look more into... Meditation, defining your spirit guides. But in doing so, I got flashbacks to a past life of me as a Greek warrior, I think. A, a or I don't want to say a Spartan, but that I gained it the same timeline. And what I felt and what I saw is the helmet on my head, the sword in my hand, that looked like a gladius, um, the sandals on my feet, and Megan, <laughs> funny enough, uh, in front of me, but she was wearing your typical like Greek woman attire, that white dress with the belt thing and the hair done in the right way, which, you know, 
strangely enough, I was like, what? So apparently, we have been finding each other over time. I know some people are going, uh, and some girls are going, uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so apparently we've been finding each other over time. Now, the Knights Templar thing and Megan, me and Megan, uh, meeting each other could go to the fact that Megan has had, I guess, a vision of the past, an experience with meditation of seeing herself as a blacksmith or metal worker. Which would make sense of a period of time where if I was a Templar, I would need weapons and armor made. So that could be one way I met her. Um, and the most recent one, I think I did. And by the way, if you guys want to find this video, uh, it's Find Your Spirit Guide on YouTube. And uh, I think it's the one that's like 24 minutes. Uh, now you don't, you don't want to try to find a long one, so it just takes a long time to get there. But the 24 minute one probably works pretty well for me. Just find a chair or lay on your bed and just kind of you know, listen to the video, listen to the the, uh, the steps and um, the instructions and see what you find, you know, or see what you see. Um, this, uh, this, this one always worked for me. Um, but the most recent one I saw was myself in the Old West, to which um, one of the guys I'm in the paranormal team with, I saw him in your typical cowboy gear or Western gear. That a man would wear in the 1800s. I remember exactly what he was wearing. The color of it. He was, had a red bandana or scarf. Yeah, bandana around his neck. Your typical flat bill cowboy hat. Like flat, not like the curved. But like flat, like like a wild herb hat, you would say. Um, same goatee, funny enough, he has right now. <laughs> and uh, he had like your brown and black kind of like clothes. And what's strange is that he yelled out to me, Hey, Harold! Right? Apparently my name back then was Harold. I don't know. Maybe my name was Geraldo and he just named me Harold because he couldn't say Geraldo. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> but uh, that was strange that I can see I went back to the West. So let's say Greek warrior, Templar, and whatever else between before I hit the Western days. Now what's the weird thing is that um, his name is Mike, by the way. Uh, Mike and Brandon. There's two guys at the paranormal team. If you uh, go check out No Core Paranormal, um, uh, shout out, of course, to the, the paranormal team that I'm part of. Uh, they are part of the team. But those are two guys specifically I'm talking about. It's Mike and Brandon. Um, Mike has said, however, because he has psychic abilities, um, that I've been a warrior over all these time periods, or a soldier. Which makes sense. And why I say that is because I don't know if anyone's ever dreamed of, or sorry, anyone's ever dreamed of fighting or fighting in your dreams in a fist fight, in a brawl, however you want to say it, and have never lost because I have. And I've had numerous dreams of me being fights. Now, this is not a brag or anything. It's not me saying, oh, I'm invincible. No, it's just something that's always happened in my dreams. Every single time I've been in a fight of any kind in my dreams, I have never lost. Ever. And it doesn't matter how many people I'm fighting. It's just, it, it's like I have all the, the, uh, the teachings of every warrior ever in one and I never lose. Of course, it's my dream. So I guess I'm making myself win, but it's just weird is that I never lose ever. And it doesn't matter what weapon I have or who I'm fighting or anything. It's just the same thing happens every single time. And he chalks it up too is that because I come back from warrior 
I guess, bloodline, but consistently repeating my life over and over again, past lives, as a soldier, as a warrior, warrior, um, those memories have carried on time and time and time again. So every single time, past life, I have gained new skills and remembrance of those memories. So, and Megan, um, I guess the same with her. Every past life she's had, she's gained the skills from those past lives and has carried her information further on. Um, she's even had a past life um, remembering a vision of her in like a, um, I would say 1800s Victorian time. Uh, of her and like a, like, and I'll say a spell shop, but like a, like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Mystic shop. Not a mystic shop. Like, we buy herbs and stuff, and oh, I got ailments for this, so like, you know, I need to take this herb. Kind of like that kind of shop, but in 1800s Victorian. She's seen that. So, when it comes to that idea that I have lived past lives over and over again as a fighter, but apparently this one, I'm not. But then again, I am. And I mean that by disability that I have has allowed me to combat evil in a sense, or dark entities, but on a different level or a different kind of weapon. Instead of actual physical weapons, I have a spiritual weapon, you would say. Um, and this is a realization I have, and this is, I guess, something that's strange to me. By the way, if you know or heard of anyone who's ha has this kind of ability, please let me know because I have heard nothing of this kind of ability. Something absorbing energy of the dead. Now, I've heard of energy vampires, but I've never heard of anything like this from anyone. I believe I've asked different psychics. I've asked, asked different paranormal investigators. They've never heard of anything like this. So, if you have any kind of inkling of a kind of an idea, or you maybe you've heard of someone kind of like this, you know, let me know. Um, because I want to know if there's anyone ever existed like this. Yeah. But, back to what I was saying. So, I've been given another weapon to combat evil. And kind of like the Knights Templar, but if you know your history of Knights Templar, not a lot of them are good. Uh, yeah. But their, their mission to fight evil is the same, I guess, I would have now. Um, and, <laughs> and then I, I'm just repeating history over again. In the same, I guess it's not the same, I'm just rambling here, guys. Uh, not the same battlefield, but the same fight, all the same. Haha. Uh -huh. But I guess that would lead me to a theory. And this goes for reincarnation and past lives all to get, begin with. There's something interesting I saw on social media. Um, of people talking about not going into the light when you pass away. And that is a sense that when you go into the light, you are going into, like, say, a trap that has you repeat life over again. You do not go to the afterlife. You continue on in a new body, in a new life, all new memories. Everything that you knew about your previous life is erased and reprogrammed, in a sense, in this new form. Where basically you just start over. Everything's deleted and you just start over. New experiences depending on your parents and your gender and everything like that. So, that idea of past lives, when it works in that way, would make sense. But what if it's not an accident or something like that? What if it's chosen? There goes my theory. Is that some of us, 
are chosen to repeat over and over again. For whatever reason, we are meant to repeat the lives on Earth or this this plane, this existence, this reality over and over again because we have purpose to this reality. What that purpose is, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, but I think I found my purpose to combat evil in any form. And like as I have in past lives, apparently. Um, and in this life, it is my mission to do so. So, that means my purpose in existence, why I keep repeating over and over again, is to do that. Now, other people's reasons might be different. Maybe it's to teach. Maybe it's to to um, advocate. Maybe it's to do different things. Maybe it's just to be that kind of person somebody needs in order for that person to succeed. Um, or you may be the person to succeed. Well, different reasons you can choose from. But... The uh, the reason why is I guess that you find out, but that makes it makes you question though. How many people are doing this? How many people are repeating over and over again? How many times you're being reincarnated? How many times you're being brought back again? Maybe you failed the past lives. Maybe you every single time that you tried and died to complete the mission, you never did. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like respawning, uh, funny enough. Um, gamer people would get that joke. But it's it's almost like you're continuing the mission, or the same kind of mission. And I only relate this to myself, because this is what I've learned from my past lives. And apparently I have died horribly in each one. So I'm not looking forward to dying this time. Uh, hopefully this time is different. But maybe that's what my past lives versions have said. I don't know. Um... Yeah, I, I think it, it, another thing is what someone said, uh, I'm going off tangents here, but is that all your phobias or deep fears that you have in this life are ways you died in your past life. So th- I must have drowned in a past life because I have a fear of the ocean or I did. I think I got over it. I haven't gone to the ocean since, but I think I got over it. Um, so I might have died on a, a ship. I might have drowned in the ocean. Maybe that's why I had a phobia of it for so long. I don't know. Um, and every irrational fear that you might have, like, oh, I don't like heights. You're not afraid of heights, but you don't like them. Maybe you fell off a building. You know, um, if you get, ed- you know, like, uh, like sketchy around, oh, everyone would get sketchy around guns or knives or anything like that. But you get particularly feared, and you don't know why. Maybe that's because how you died, and that's the same that goes with birthmarks. Let's say how you died in a past life. You know, how where it is on your body is where you were shot or stabbed or something like that. There's other ways that people have interpreted past lives and them existing. So, uh, back to my theory. That we all are on repeat. Not all of us. But it makes me wonder how many new lives are being created. Or are we just all repeating over and over again? But that wouldn't make any sense, though, because there's... Ever how many billion people, and there's always more people being born than there is dying. That's why the number of population increases. So there has to be new people that exist. But I'm not very good at math. If you counted every person who's ever lived ever versus how many people live now at this moment in time, I think that my people who live over time have repeat. Uh, uh, see. see then again, I'm thinking now, and it's hurt my head. <laughs> that if you, yeah, 
I don't know if that's a bit, that's a good math problem for somebody to solve. Could everyone who's ever lived repeat over again and they still be the same amount of people today? That's a good that's a good problem to solve. And I can't and I don't want to do the math to figure it out right now. But let's say there's not. And I make there's new lives being created. So in different time periods, would someone start over? Hell, someone would be starting now. And how many thousand of years in the future they could be repeating themselves over. But that's what I've learned from even small, small, or minsculely studying reincarnation in past lives, is that they seem to be repeating over and over again the same, not the same subject, but with the same skills added on to help you on your next time. Um, and that means there is somebody behind it, or there's no one behind it. And that's another form of our reality as we know it. That helps us understand our reality is when we figure out that past lives exist and figure out that you're reincarnated over and over again and not the same bloodline either. Um, these people that had reincarnation of other people have no bloodline or no blood connected to them that would connect them to that previous person. Like me being named Harold in the West. <laughs> It's obviously not a Hispanic name, but it doesn't mean it have to be. I could easily have been another race in another past life. Um, like a nice template. Does he have to be Spanish? No, but it was weird that he looked almost exactly like me. And I'll post a picture on Instagram, guys, so you can see it. And, um, but without the other two guys knowing what they look like, it's hard for context. But, uh, I want you guys just to see it just regardless and then save it because we will take pictures eventually. Um, for no quarter paranormal, so you can see the whole team. Um, yeah. So, um, I think I'll save it after the pic- if, if after we could take the pictures, and I'll post it, and I'll remind people of this episode, so you can go back and listen and go, oh yeah, oh shit, yeah, yeah. So you can see, because it was really weird when I when I put it two and two together. Also, um, what's also weird about the nice Templar thing is that, uh. Uh, here's here's some funny, um, not funny but weird. Um, disability I have, and I'm gonna talk about it a lot, but it's it helps with context. Disability I have when absorbing dark energy through the right hand. Sometimes whatever I'm absorbing can fight back and cause me pain. So I thought of wearing some kind of armor on my right arm to protect me from somebody or something grabbing my hand or grabbing my arm. And causing me pain, like trying to stop me. So I wanted to create something that would be like opposing to darkness. So different gemstones, maybe some holy symbols, just stuff like that. And I wanted to attach it on some kind of like, I don't know, leather, I guess, a leather arm, like armor, kind of like it'd be like a shoulder plate and obviously like something on my forearm and probably a glove and it kind of strapping over my shoulder and connecting one piece. And I thought maybe putting like a cross, a crucifix, and a shoulder piece, and different like designs and different gems and stones there in the in the forearms and so forth, and probably even in the glove, creating kind of an infinity gauntlet thing. Ahaha, uh-huh. ahaha. But it's weird is that when I was looking at the pictures of the Knight Templar stuff, I found a picture of a Knight Templar armor that looks exactly like how I envisioned. This gauntlet on my right arm. So, more evidence of a past life when it comes to that. 
Um, I hope other people's past lives are not as uh, exciting or maybe even more, more exciting if you guys do some, you know, meditation, which I would suggest that to anyone is meditation it helps you center yourself and, you know, find, find things in your mind that you probably didn't know were there and, uh, helps clarify things. But, um, yeah. So when I learned about that stuff, it, past lives are real. Reincarnating, another thing. But existing previously and repeating, I don't say, I won't say it doesn't happen to everybody. And maybe it does. I'm still trying to figure things out with that myself. But I know one thing for sure. I have existed over many times. And if I can meet a psychic who can break through this block in my mind and see these past lives, pretty freaking sweet. Cause I guarantee it goes back a long time. Um, just more weird stuff about me <laughs> that you as a listener and, uh, our fans are just finding out. And if it's your first episode listening to us, uh, go back and listen to other ones where me and Megan are on. Uh, this is not always the uh, format, but this is just for now. Um, but yeah, guys, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna cut it short there. I know it's a short episode and stuff, but, um, without Megan, it's, uh, I'm only, I'm just pulling stuff out of my ass here. But yeah. So, um, if you guys have any past life experiences or have any forms of reincarnation that you think you are, uh, share it with us on our Instagram. Um, next week's episode. That hopefully Megan's on, which she should. I think it's going to be a one-time thing. Um, with her abilities, uh, it's, it's a stress on her. It seems to be draining her energy-wise. Um, but like every muscle that we work out, you get stronger from it. So, stronger from it. Anyway, next week's episode, guys, is going to be American hot, Haunted Hotspots. Or most, most haunted places in America. Um, so we're going to talk about Bobby Maggie's. Uh, we're going to talk about Annieville Horror House, uh, Lizzie Borden's house, um, some of the prisons, uh, famous ones that are famously haunted prison-wise. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Mineral Wells or the Baker's Hotel in Mineral Wells, Texas, just because that's where I'm from. Or I'm from Texas, and that's one of the most famous haunted places. Um, some other famous places from Texas. Uh, we're going to talk about like ghosts and spirits when it comes to those haunted places and why they seem to be stuck there in a sense um give you guys some more haunted updates for sure uh yeah and um yeah that's next week guys as always check out our instagram uh hit in the po- shadows podcast on instagram um our twitter hit in the shah six uh our tiktok and hit in the podcast two i don't know who has podcast one uh, we kind of have a Facebook, not a lot of spent time on it, but if you find it, follow it. Um, as always, uh, we'll catch your widows in the next one.